Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. I'm your host. Why do I get introduce myself? Dave Helmbrecht. No, I don't sing in this one. People thought that was pretty funny, though. My Rascal Flats impression. I probably hurt people's feelings. How dare you make fun of Rascal Flats? Who's next? Fucking Florida Georgia Line. Me and my kids love Florida Georgia Line. I don't like any of that shit, man. I feel like it's poppy country. And I like the old school shit, like Alabama, Blake Shelton, some Garth Brooks. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on country. Uh, growing up where I was from in Millbank, we had an oldies station and a country station. Obviously, there's a bunch more stations now. But when I was there, that's all we had was these crappy oldies station. And we had 92.9 uh, country out of Watertown. <laughs> Why out of that? I don't know. But... This podcast, you guys, is all about the paddle fishing trip that me and Mike took this weekend. Uh, I get into it, so uh, shout out to you guys, uh, Victor Combat Cardio Club. I can't say it enough. If you guys, uh, it's Monday through Thursday. I used to think it was Monday through Friday, but Monday through Thursday, six to eight, um, on Dyke Avenue here in Grand Forks. If you guys need the address or anything, let me know. If you look up the old Forks Fighters, uh, you can get the address there. But come on in, you guys. Uh, get your workout on. Get your boxing on. If I'm there, I'm gonna fucking show you guys some jujitsu or grappling or anything you want to learn, man. I am. I'm like. I'm. I feel like I'm the MMA coach now, you know. And uh, I love it, you guys. I I try to get back in there. I'll be in there tonight. And yeah, <laughs> other shoutouts, man. Uh, the Blasting Cast podcast. My buddy Theo uh, and his buddy do a podcast out of Minot, North Dakota, all about fishing and hunting. And Theo met up with us on. Sunday and no Saturday sorry Saturday evening and took us out fishing and I get into it in the podcast and I love the dude the best he's fucking one of the best people ever and uh we're gonna get together and podcast soon so you guys can get a little you guys can can meet Theo through the podcast doesn't matter anyway Dave's podcast one at gmail.com if you guys want to hit me up uh feedback anything let me know somebody you want me to be on somebody you want me to talk about shout outs let me know uh Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook I, uh, Dave's podcast on Facebook, Funny Welder on the gram. Uh, okay, guys, uh, enjoy the podcast, man. We get into paddle fishing. It was it was a blast. So enjoy. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrecht. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Later. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for checking in on me. Uh, I have a lot to talk about. For those of you guys that follow me on social media, you can see that I went paddle fishing this weekend out west, uh, North Dakota, out by Williston. And it, we'll get into it in a minute, and I'm going to try to break it down day by day, how it, how the whole trip went. Um, it started off really rocky, and it, uh, it ended pretty good, man. It was a long four days of being on the road, and uh, we'll get into it here in a minute. But uh, what's going on with me, you guys? Um, I got my pre-op appointment tomorrow uh, for my neck implant, and... That happens on the 10th, and I'm super excited about it. I'm just, dude, speaking of that trip, man, like, <laughs> sleeping in a tent, uh, just being pretty active every day, like, I was so ready to get home. We actually came home a day early. We were going to stop 
Uh, out of, it just it, it all really depended on when we caught our paddlefish, and me and Mike caught our fish right away uh, on the opener, and we we're gonna hit a few lakes. We did hit a, a, a one on the way back, but we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, hopefully this implant helps me out. I'm fucking so sick of being in pain, you guys. And I've been going back to the gym, as you guys know. I've been walking a lot. And uh, I just tried to work through the pain. And I was like, maybe, you know, I'll just get past the soreness. Get past all the fucking, the beginning part of trying to get back into shape. And I don't know if I can handle it, man. It, it just became too much, you know. And it's, it is what it is, man. Like, God. I, I, I want to fucking start smoking weed again, you guys, so bad. Uh, I just, I just, I don't know if I can do something, uh, you know, in moderation. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm like, I'm going to start smoking again, and it's going to be, it's going to just be off the rails again, you know what I mean? So I just got to hold off on doing that for a while. Uh, I'm definitely going to start smoking again someday. I miss it. I think it helped me a lot when it comes to, like, my depression and, 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 I don't understand people who say it helps with their anxiety because fuck it, I don't know. I think it gives you anxiety. But in a way, it's like a fun anxiety to try to overcome. And it's like a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge to get like super fucking high and then try to go to like Walmart and, and not be all paranoid that everybody thinks you're fucked up. And half the people in Walmart are probably fucked up on things that are even worse than, than weed. But uh, I definitely want to... Uh, definitely want to fucking smoke again someday and i don't know when you know what i mean and i i, I sit here and i think like i want to freaking when i do smoke again like for the first time in however many years i should do it on a podcast or make a video of it because i'm going to be fucked up and it's going to be funny and fun and whatever i don't know but dude i got all these old videos of me smoking dabs for those of you guys who don't know what dabs are is like uh it looks like a, a wax uh it's super concentrated weed. It's like all the good shit that gets you high. Taking out of the taking, they take it out of the plant, uh, usually by pressing it or some other chemical or uh, chemical reactive way they do it. I don't know. I've heard of a few different ways with butane, and I don't know if that sounds like it's very healthy for you, or whatever. But uh, I got videos of me doing these fucking giant dabs and just getting obliterated. And I look back and I watch these videos now and they're kind of sad. I'm like, that was the person I was back then. And I'm like, Jesus, I needed help. And I got help, you know, but they kind of, they're kind of entertaining. And I don't know if it's something I'd want to put up on the internet as of yet, but I thought about uploading one of them, the one where I did a half a gram dab and it was fucking insane. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It'd be funny. It'd be funnier if it was, I didn't have like a fucking major issue with it back in the day. And when it's funny when I tell people that I had an issue with weed and they're like, and these are people, you know, that probably smoke every day too. And they're like, uh, you know, they don't want to feel like a fucking, a drug addict in a way, but we all got our drug. You know what I mean? Like I fucking caffeine nicotine right now for me. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy, but I got to have something, you know, and it's better than being an alcoholic. Better be addicted to some drug. Don't start with the yawns, man. Don't start with the yawns. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of what this podcast is going to be all about paddle fishing, you guys. And I've never went paddle fishing before. And Mike has done it for, I think this is his fourth trip out there. So he knows what's going on. He knows where to go. He knows he's got a tent and he's got all the equipment. And he actually had the rods and everything. The poles that I have for catfishing 
for catching like I can catch like 30 pound catfish with my setups are too small for what we were we were gonna be doing or whatever and I'll get into the whole uh, the whole how you do it all and everything but anyway we actually took my 94 Ford pickup truck uh, I feel that it's a pretty reliable vehicle uh, the rear end leaks a little bit, but other than that, like it's got the straight six in it, which for the old Ford pickup trucks was the more reliable engine. Uh, it's a stick shift. And I know like a lot of the automatics had, uh, transmission issues over time. And, uh, I was just making sure I was recording. I didn't do a video last podcast. I totally just spaced on it. I hit record and I started talking and I never even did the video, but get a video this time. So if you guys want to watch me on YouTube, feel free. Let's get back into it. Okay. I get sidetracked all the time. Uh, the 94.4 pickup truck. Uh, I feel like it's pretty reliable. Mike's Expedition is like knocking and making insane noises. And I'm like, there's no way that's going to make it. And we brought the boat with, uh, you can't paddle fish from a boat. But we were going to be out there extra days. And if we caught uh, our paddlefish right away, uh, we were going to hit some lakes and rivers and stuff on the way back and just do some fishing and stuff. And uh, so here we are towing the boat, uh, all this equipment we brought with, um, all the fishing gear. Mike brought a generator, um, just everything, the tent, coolers, you name it, you know. And we load the truck up on Thursday at about at noon. And we hit the road and everything's going good uh halfway between here and devil's lake devil's lake is like 90 miles away uh there's all these little towns obviously well we're going up a hill in the truck and i can't i have no power like i can't keep it at 65 like it's just i got it floored and i'm downshifting and i'm still losing speed i'm like mike dude i got i got no power here you know like i don't something's going wrong and all of a sudden just bang we hear a loud bang noise and then it's just pop 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 so, like, my first thought is, like, we just blew a rod. Uh, we just blew the engine. Uh, we pull, I shut it off. We pull over. I get out. I'm expecting to see oil, coolant stuff all over the road. And it's not leaking anything. And there's nothing. We, I'm looking at it, and I can't see anything wrong. So, I get back in the truck. I start it up, and it's just pop, 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 pop. And I, I look under the hood as it's running, and I can see that. The porcelain part of the spark plug, the white part, shot out of this number two cylinder, and it's just puffing air out uh, on the compression stroke, just puffing air out. So I'm like, what the heck? So I shut it down. Uh, we have a plug wrench in the boat uh, for when, like, the boat will, uh, if you freaking, if the boat floods or something, we can pull the plugs out and dry them off and put them back in, and it's issues we've had before, so we're ready. And we... Uh, uh, we pull that, uh, like there's still, there's the part of the spark plug is still in the cylinder, which is good though, because if it shot the whole plug out and it wrecked the, the threads on, in, on the block or on the head, uh, it would have fucking been really bad. So we pull the rest of the plug out. I touched it by accident, burnt my fucking finger, but we were like, what the hell man? And we're in between all these little towns and Mike starts Googling where we can find an auto parts store to get a new spark plug. And I'm like, just get in. And I fire it up. It's making all them popping noises. And we're off. I take off again. We're on five cylinders. And I can actually get it up to like 60 miles an hour. Uh, I'm. It's probably not good to drive it on five cylinders like that. But we're just putzing along, trying to get to the next town, trying to get to the nearest auto parts store. 
And right when we hit Michigan, North Dakota, I have to say North Dakota behind it because like when we hit Michigan, it's a little town called Michigan and another spark plug blows out and that shuts us down completely and we're just dead in the water there. We pull over by a, a John Deere implement place and we go into the John Deere place and we like bring a spark plug in and we're like, do you guys have any sort of spark plugs like this? And they're cross-referencing cross all these numbers, trying to get us a spark plug. And they have one that might have worked. It was a little shorter than what we had, but they only had one. And at that point, we needed at least two spark plugs. So luckily, my sister Carrie, thank God for Carrie, lives in Devil's Lake. And she's about 30 miles away at the time. And she left work and everything and runs the auto parts store. Uh, grabs six plugs and plug wires because one of the plug wires got messed up when the plug shot out too. So she, br so she brings us these parts. We swap out the plugs. Uh, I put in some new plug wires just to be safe uh, on those cylinders and off we go again. And the rest of the trip, the truck did just fine. We didn't fucking spit any more spark plugs. And thank God, dude, I thought our trip was over from the start. And me and Mike, for some reason, we just one of us needs to have a new truck or something, but we both have shitty old vehicles and I'm not going to call. We, I, I ended up naming my truck Sandy. I have an aunt Sandy and it has nothing to do with that. And you have, you have to name a, a vehicle, a female for some reason. I don't know. I mean, you don't have to, but I've always heard that it's like, you got a name or a female name and it's a 94 Ford. So I had to go like with an old name. I was like Gretchen, um, Bertha, but like Bertha's like the, in, in call of duty, they have these big, the deuces or whatever like these huge trucks uh they call them bertha so i'm like my truck's not that big so let's not go with bertha so i ended up calling her sandy sandy did a fucking amazing job so we put almost a thousand miles on her over the weekend and from the one little hiccup and i don't know if it was just a fluke spark plug issue or what it was but she ended up doing really good for us and i'm not going to complain and i'm not surprised like the truck is in really good shape for for how old it is and it only has 138,000 miles on it so I mean some people have like newer vehicles I got more miles than that you know so we keep trucking along and we go all the way out to uh, to Williston and it's on the Missouri the Missouri River and the Yellowstone River Conference is what it's called it's where the two rivers run together and it's where the paddlefish spawn every year or they go through there to get to, to, to swim up river to go to spawn. And we get there. There's probably like 40, 50 fucking campers already there set up. And this is Thursday night and you don't start fishing till Saturday morning at six o'clock uh, mountain time, seven o'clock central. We are right on. It's confusing because you would walk one way and you'd be in mountain time. You'd walk another direction and you'd be in central time and your phone and your, my watch would just keep switching. And I'm like, so fucking confusing, but we get there, uh, the tent area where everybody puts tents really wasn't anybody there yet. There was one other guy. Uh, we get our tent set up, we get everything set up. And so we're just hanging out at this point. The river was way too low. We couldn't even put our boat in where we were at. The nearest access was like a, a mile and a half down river. And we just decided not to put the boat in while we were there. Uh, you know, before you can start paddle fishing, we were fishing uh, from shore with night crawlers and some cut bait once we caught some skipjacks and stuff. And 
Uh, we caught a shit ton of little, little catfish off the shore, and that was about it. Uh, but as we're there, man, like, people just kept rolling in, and there was hundreds of people. By Saturday morning, it was, it was a freaking circus. It is like an event. And Friday night, people are getting fucking hammered drunk, uh, partying. Like three in the morning, somebody sets off fucking fireworks. And I don't remember what I was dreaming about, but in my fucking dream, shit just starts blowing up. And I'm like, oh my God. And I wake up like, fuck, you know? And I wasn't mad about it because I was like, my younger days, if I was still drinking, I'd get drunk and be like, dude, we got fireworks in the truck, man. And fucking, I don't know. It was like the rudest thing anybody could have did though because there's just hundreds of people there sleeping in campers and tents. And they set off these loud-ass fucking fireworks, but it is what it is. So that's Saturday morning. Mike is up at like 3, 3.30 in the morning, and he's got to get down to the river, the riverbank and get, a, get in a spot to hold down a spot on the riverbank because it's just there's so many people. If you don't get a spot, like you're going to be stuck uh, waiting for somebody to catch a fish and you can move in. But Mike got down there, got us some good spots because we caught our fish pretty quick. Well... Uh, you get down there and you have these giant 10 foot poles, uh, hundred pound test. He had, I think he had 85 on them, maybe a hundred on one of them. And you tie on this, uh, giant treble hook. And below that, about eight inches below that is like about a five ounce weight, which is a huge weight for fishing. You usually never would use a weight that big, um, in rivers and stuff. You can use them to try to hold your the current's really high to hold your bait in spot in a spot or whatever. But we on the Red River here, we use one, two ounces usually. Two and a half is the most I use. Well, and then all you're gonna do once you start fishing is you cast that shit out as far as you can. And once it hits the once it hits and it sinks a little bit, you just keep yanking it. Like you're setting the hook, reel in your slack, set the hook, reel in your slack, and set the hook. Uh paddlefish don't eat they eat microscopic things algae plankton and things like that that are in the river they don't actually eat any sort of bait that you could use to fish for them so you have to snag them and uh, so you have all these people along the river just whipping their poles and you have people casting over your line and you're getting fucking tangled up and it is just crazy well the guy next to me uh, catches the first one of the season and when you snag one once you know you have a fish on you have to yell fish on and everybody around you has to reel in their lines really quick so you get out of his way and they'll start battling them uh, his was only 18 pounds he reeled it in right away and he was kind of upset but so you get a tag and you only get one and the fish you catch, whether it's fucking a baby and it's 10 pounds or 18 pounds like that guy caught, he has to keep that fish. So he is stuck with a little one. And me and Mike caught 24 pounders too. So like ours were pretty small as well. And um, I kept snagging up in my spot. Like I kept pulling in and all of a sudden my just get stuck and my line, my weight would break off or the whole thing would break off. And I'm just getting frustrated and I'm tying off. I'm on like weight number eight. And Mike is like, I don't know how many fucking weights I got. If we're going to have enough weights or whatever. And I, uh, uh, he's like nonstop doing it. And he's getting tired. It is a fucking workout, man. And Mike struggles with a lot of shoulder and neck pain as well. Back pain. And he's like, here, take my pole for a minute. 
and take my spot and I'm going to take a little break. So I get in his spot on my second cast. I snag into one and it is like, if you don't, you know, you feel the fish on there, but if you didn't feel the fish like that, you're like, I snagged because it's just so heavy. And I yell fish on and people are all pulling up and I'm just, it is, it's a fight, man. And it was even a small fish and it like took me about five minutes to get it in. Uh, they usually drag into shore because of the current's running so fast. And then Mike has a gaff, which is a big hook on a handle. And he, you know, it gets into shore and he gaffs it. He hooks it and pulls it onto shore. And that's all she wrote, man. And I was excited. I've never caught a paddlefish before. It was a small one. And people are like, dude, 24 pounds is small. Yes, dude. I saw a guy weighed in a 90 pounder. I'm like, it is, it's like a fucking dinosaur, man. It is insane. There was guys with 60, 70 pounders and it is crazy. Well, once you get your fish in, uh, you have the little metal tag, you put it through their back fin and you take it up to the processing cleaning station. Uh, they have this big trailer type thing and they weigh your fish, they measure it, uh, they check it for tags. Uh, the Game Fishing Park tags them sometimes and tracks them. And uh, they cut out a part of its jawbone. And I don't know if that's to test its age or what they're testing. But the Game Fishing Parks, they like, they're really, they track them and they do a lot of research. And they only allow you to catch so many. And it's pretty cool process. Well, they do all that stuff with your fish. And then once they're done with that, they throw it on this conveyor belt and it goes up into the trailer and there's these people in there working and they clean your fish for you. So they skin it, uh, they get the meat and they package it for you and they do it all for free. And people are like, well, that's crazy. They do it for free. Well, they keep the eggs that are in these fish and they make caviar out of it. It's uh, North Star caviar. And while I'm sitting there and waiting in line for them to, to do my fish, uh, there's a lady sitting there with North Star caviar and she, you can sample it and try it. And I'm like, did I got to try it? Like it's, I've never had caviar before. It's fish eggs. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not a big, huge, like fishy tasting. Like I'm not a big fan of really fishy tasting stuff. And she puts it on a cracker and I throw it in my mouth and it wasn't like poppy. Like you, the eggs weren't like crunchy or poppy or anything. It just like a jelly on it. And it, it was so bad. Like it was just fishy and it like had a smoky, a smoky fish flavor to it, but it was not my jam. Like I didn't want to swallow it. Like it was pretty rough, but it is what it is. I don't know how, why people are into that. She said a lot of people put it like some sour cream on it. I don't know. You can sew a cracker with cream cheese and it, and you kind of can mix some flavors in and, and it tastes a little better, but not my jam, not at all. So no way. Uh, but anyway, Mike is still down there fishing while I'm processing my fish and I, uh, get all done with that. I'm, I'm headed back down to the shore, uh, to see how Mike's doing. And here he comes around the corner with a fish, you know, he caught his paddlefish too. And it was pretty awesome. And his looks bigger than mine, but both of ours weighed the same. They're both like 24 and a half pounds, which is whatever. Uh, Mike caught a 65 pounder last year. And I think he was hoping to catch a big fish again this year and, like I said, it is what it's all luck, man. And when you're snagging fish, it's like so lucky. You gotta be so lucky. And we both got we both got fish right away. So you can't can't complain. There's gonna be people down there that don't even get a fish. And we we did good. And so we get our fish early. 
and we're like, fuck it, dude, let's get out of this circus and get away. And we pack up the tent, we packed up the boat and, uh, it was a pain in the ass getting out of there. Cause there's so many vehicles. Well, we, uh, we finally get out of there. We pull up to the processing trailer thing. We get out, uh, we go get our fish and these fillets that we got were huge. I gave one to Brian and Carrie. Uh, Brian said he wanted to try it. And I just gave him a whole fillet. Um, not a big fish eater, and I don't know. Like I was just, it was just, I was just dirty, grimy. I hadn't showered since fucking Wednesday night. Uh, I didn't shower for like four days out there, and ugh, it was just we were dirty and gross, and everything smelled fishy to me. And I'm just right, even right now, I'm not like in this mood to eat fish, but I'm going to fry it up and try it. I got to, you know, and I've had paddlefish before, but it's been so long. I was in Minot when Mike caught his before and he let us try it and, and they grilled it and stuff right on a grill. Um, it's not a flaky fish. It's really like, it's more of a solid darker meat fish and, uh, I'm going to cook it up here soon. So, so we get the boat packed up, we get our fish and we get back on the road. Uh, we're driving through uh, western North Dakota, right on the border of Montana, and it is some beautiful scenery. Like I'm where we live in Grand Forks is flat, and there's no scenery whatsoever. But out there, man, it was it was like the badlands of North Dakota, and it was cool. We drive, you know, through all these like uh, plateaus and badland looking stuff, and it was really cool. It was, it was a fun drive. Um, we're heading towards uh, it's called the Tail Raises. Uh, it's at the bottom of Lake Sakakawea. There's a big dam, and they let water through. And uh, a lot of it's a really popular fishing spot. They catch a lot of walleyes, a lot of salmon, and a lot of trout down there. And we roll up. We find a camping spot. Uh, it's south of Minot. It's by like Garrison or Pick City is where we were. But uh, we get a camping spot. We set the tent up, uh, get some of the gear out, and we put the boat out on the water. Um, the, oh, it was super windy. Uh, the river, like that river there is flowing really fast and we just really didn't know how to fish it too well. We would drift a little ways and just drag some bait, uh, and some plastics on the bottom and stuff. But, uh, we tried to get out of the wind and go find another spot. Uh, we did, but it was just, we had to put two anchors out to anchor because of the current and the wind, it was, it just got kind of miserable. So, uh, cool thing is our buddy Theo and I talk about Theo on here quite often I give his podcast a shout out the the blast and cast podcast he actually has a fishing podcast uh he considers himself kind of a pro fisherman he's got sponsors and he is all about fishing and hunting and uh Mike was kind of communicating with him the whole time we were out there and he had his last weekend of uh, air national guard drill or he would have been out paddle fishing but he couldn't make it. It was his last weekend in drill. And he, you know, uh, congrats to him. He's retiring. Uh, he was in the military with me and Mike stationed in Minot. Uh, we were actually, I was actually his sponsor, which uh, an airman that's already there uh, will sponsor a new guy flying in to show him around, help him out, get him in processed. And I was out in the missile field when he flew in. Uh, our buddy Kevin picked him up and then Mike, uh, showed him around and, and helped get him in process and stuff. So it was kind of a cool deal that we got to meet up with him and go fishing with him uh, on his last weekend of ever being in the military when he, you know, we were like there when he first got in the military, when he first got stationed at Minot. So it was kind of a cool deal. Well, we take the boat off and uh, we're just fishing from shore, waiting for Theo to show up. Uh, he shows up. He's got such a nice boat, dude. He's got a newer tracker. 
Um, and it's just, we get in with him, we bring a couple poles and he's like, we're going to be using plastics, which are like rubber, rubber lures or whatever on jig heads and takes us out. And we sit on a few of his spots. He shows us kind of how to fish it, what he does. Uh, we, uh, don't catch anything on the first, on, on the first spot we try. Uh, we go down river and we go right up by the dam and the water is flowing really fast and he'll roll up there and we'll just drift backwards and let these baits just drag along the bottom and then he'll pull back up again and just keep drifting back and forth and we didn't catch anything. The water is still really cold, uh, especially in there. Like it's coming off of the bottom of Lake Sakakawea, so the water was like 35, 38 degrees and uh walleye still it's still a little cold for them to bite so we didn't catch anything which is no big deal uh when you fish man you get goose egged all the time and it happens but it was just really fun to be out there with theo and his wife and, and just reminisce and talk and bullshit and theo's like dude you got to be on the podcast I'm like, you got to be on my podcast and we're going to do a joint podcast here very soon uh we just didn't have the time and he didn't have the time to put it together while we were out there but uh, we're definitely, definitely, Theo, if you're listening to this, thank you for taking us out fishing, show us and showing us your spots. I'm almost positive they're not your fucking best spots because I know people don't fucking, you don't show people your best spots. He's like, these are my best spots, man. I swear to you, this is the honey hole. It's my spot. I'm like, I don't believe you. Anyway, <laughs> but it was really cool of him to come out and meet with us. Uh, we fished until about dark and then me and Mike were fucking pretty tired uh, we get back to the campsite. We actually went down to try to fish from shore, and it was just shitty shore fishing conditions. And we're both like, fuck it, dude. We're tired. Uh, we get back to the tent. Uh, we crash. And the next morning, we wake up on Sunday morning, and it looks like it's going to rain. Well, we kind of expected rain. So we get everything packed up real quick, and we get back on the road. And the plan from there is just to get back to Grand Forks and just call her call her a weekend. Uh w- if we weren't so fucking tired and sore and so beat like Saturday was just such a long fucking day being up at three 30 in the morning. Um, the paddle fishing was a phys- very physical and just, uh, packing everything up and moving and riding in the truck for fuck a couple hours just to get to the tail raises. Like Saturday was a rough day on us. Uh, fun day, but a rough day. So we, uh, pack up and we're just headed back, man. We stopped in devil's Lake for a minute uh, Brian was feeling under the weather with the flu or something, uh, and he wanted some paddlefish, so I gave him uh, a whole paddlefish fillet. Uh, Carrie was there; they gave me some deer meat in exchange, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and we didn't stay long. We're like, we're just, we just got to get home. So uh, we left there, and then we headed home, and we got back here and unpacked, and Mike headed back to town, and we was just the caller trip, man. It was. It was uh, a lot of fun, and it was really good for me and Mike to get out and to just do that together. Um, we thought about recording some content with the GoPros and stuff, but it was just such a circus. We didn't even want to try to deal with it. But it was a good time, man. It is good to get outdoors. It's good. Me and Mike can bullshit about everything and anything, talk about what's bothering us, talk about anything, man. And it was therapy for both of us. Physically rough on us, mentally great for us. So you got to kind of pick and choose, you know what it you know what's best for you but uh the 22 a day outdoors uh mike's uh you got the llc and everything is gonna be everything is being run by mike right now uh, i got some stuff going on uh, i got my content creating stuff i'm trying to do i got this neck issue going on 
Uh, I got some other VA PTSD stuff that they're trying to figure out with me. And so everything's in Mike's name. And I'm fucking fine with that. And I kind of thought that's the way it should be from the start anyway. Mike's doing all the grunt work. And he, you know, it was both of our idea, but it's just... I'm cool with it, you know what I mean? And Mike was worried that I'm like, he's like, I'm not trying to like not let you be a part of it and I'll add you anytime you want to be added. And I'm like, dude, it's great. I'm here to support you and help you in any way. Uh, my boat is your boat. Uh, he, he's, he's got himself, uh, he's, he's going to be buying a boat here soon. He hopes if everything goes through right, he got himself a really good deal on a boat. So he'll have his own boat. I'll have mine. But I'm like, dude, anytime you need to use my boat, like my boat is your boat, like me and Mike, are, we're brothers, man, and, and I'm I'm so happy that he, he's so happy that he's got this whole deal and he's running with it, and I'm excited for him and his guide service because the thing with it, it's such a pain in the butt. The biggest pain in the butt is he has to get Coast Guard certified or some uh, for the Red River flows into Canada, so it's international waters. So he has to take like this $500 course. Um, it's like a week long course. It's it's pretty crazy. So like I was. Telling him, I'm like, it's maybe it's best for you just to go through it all, and we, I can learn from like what you did, and we, you know, maybe it, it just be easier later on for me. Maybe I can save some money. Maybe I don't have to do certain things, and you know, you can kind of guide me through it, and you know, uh, tell me what you think was wrong, or you know what I mean. Like it just, everything was working out great, and I don't mind that it's just in Mike's name right now. I really don't. Uh, he's already got some guides set up where he's going to take some people out fishing and that's awesome. Me right now, man, I am just happy, uh, keeping on with the podcast, keeping on with some content creation. I got a backcast coming. Uh, I bought that fucking gummy bear, the 13 million Scoville unit gummy bear. And I don't know. I'm going to do it on the backcast. Fucking stupid, man. Why would I do this? I don't know. I don't know. But the next backcast is it's it's another interesting one I'm gonna do. It's an eating one, and I just I gotta be ready. I gotta be ready for it. Uh, it's gonna involve a lot of baked beans, <laughs> and I don't know if I, I don't want to do it on a day. I'm going to the gym. I need I don't know. It just it's crazy, guys. So I owe you guys a backcast soon. Uh, I don't know if that many people even watch it, but it's fun for me. And I just I'm sitting here and I got nothing else going on. I'm one of these bums that's out of work right now. But I was out of out of work post COVID, so it ain't like. I got out of work because of COVID and now I'm getting unemployment. I don't get unemployment or anything like that. So uh, hopefully with the next stimulator, I can get back into some sort of job just to keep my sanity, get out of this house. And I don't know if I can ever keep my sanity, you guys. I'm crazy. Anyway, we're over 30 minutes. Uh, I hope you guys like the paddlefish story. I don't know if there's probably stuff I missed in there, but it was it was a blast. And me and Mike want to make it an annual thing and I'm excited uh, for it or whatever. So. Maybe next year we can do more video documentation on it because we kind of know what's going on and this and that. I don't know if we'll bring the boat next year. I don't know if the 94 Ford Sandy can make it again, but maybe. Uh, we'll see you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I so appreciate it, you guys. Uh, uh, Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. Hit me with an email if you want to be on the podcast. We can do the Zoom thing. Uh, I got more podcasts coming your way from the gym uh, with Vic and AJ. We're excited. Uh, just hit me up, you guys. Dave's podcast on Facebook. Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook, my personal account, Funny Welder on Instagram. I don't post on there very much, but I get on there and check it out every once in a while. So I appreciate you guys so much for listening. And until next time, you guys, I'm out.